Hello and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. And I'm not so swift Sam, the Sam who is not so swift. Ah, <sighs> you are. Lots going on and not a lot going on at the moment in Taylor Swift land. Lots and not a lot. Mm-hmm. The next album from Taylor Swift. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a blind item in Demois that says that Taylor's 11th album is done, ready to go, and going to be surprise dropped in November. It's making the Swifty rounds. <sighs> All right, let's. Demois is usually pretty right. Who? 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 What? Uh, I don't even know how to explain this to you. Demois is a blind item gossip site that's pretty like a blind item gossip site. Yeah, like, I mean she's not like she can tell you who her source is. I thought it was. I thought that was the uh, the um, concert ticket guy selling from uh, you know that movie. That was somebody else, right? Yeah. Yeah. So last times at Ridgemont High. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What was it? Des Moines. Des Moines. Yeah. This is Demois. So, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Blind Demois. Yeah, so there's I'm a so blind item for that. Taylor was not at the game in Minneapolis. True. Do you yep. know where she was? Probably in New York. She did make a, they think she was in Kansas City for Travis's birthday, but there was no sightings. Didn't she also donate something to uh, Selena Gomez's auction thing? She did, but I don't think she was there. Mm-hmm. She donated a full concert experience and meet and greet. She made, I think, $15,000 off of it for Selena Gomez. For the movie thing? No, this is for the concert. Okay. So it's going to be a future concert. An Aeros tour concert, mm-hmm. yeah. And the meet and greet with Tara- Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is great. Selena's, it's World Health, World Mental Health Week. And Selena is a strong advocate for that. So she's doing a lot. She had her fundraiser. Um, if you buy from Rare Beauty this week from Sephora, proceeds go to that. She owns Sephora? Or no, she, she owns Rare a, Beauty. Okay. And her product has gone through Sephora. Yeah, if you can get it, it's usually sold out. Great blush. And your swiftness sold $100 million in tickets for these and we haven't even opened shows. Yet. Haven't even opened yet. Here yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. We're going. Sunday. Are you guys so excited? I'm so excited. I don't care. So is this the new cryptocurrency? Is Taylor Swift pre-sold tickets? No. Eh. Can we sell them and make some more money? No. No. Shit. We don't do that. What are they going for in the black market? They're not. <laughs> they're not. Swifties bought the, the actual Swifties bought them. And they're like, oh, I can't go. I'll sell you my tickets for what I paid for them. Or you can have my tickets. Well, true. But the actual Swifties. Yeah, but those are who bought the movie tickets. Like the scalpers aren't like, ooh, I'm going to deal on AMC movie tickets. I don't think they had, like, they didn't think it was going to be a thing like it was. Mm. Also, like, you can't really upsell a $20 ticket. Like, it's not like if you don't see it this weekend, you're never going to see it again. Throw in another popcorn bag for you, kiddo. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And Papa, we get to go on Sunday. Aren't you so excited? You can tell he's pumped. Aren't you thrilled? Yeah, they're selling the tickets for up to 60 bucks. Ah. Mm-hmm. Can't so, upsell a twenty dollar so, ticket. You really can't, though. I mean, that's twice as much, three times as much. Three times mm-hmm. as much. Am I excited about going? Um, I love spending time with my two favorite podcast uh, people. We know. And uh, and to see an Taylor hour, and IMAX, an hour drive, three hour concert, uh, uh, an hour back. I uh. mean, I'm spending the day with you guys. Well, you're spending the mo- the ride with Sam. Oh, it's just me and Sam riding? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Yeah. 
We're going to sing. We're going to sing songs that aren't Taylor Swift all the way there and all the way home. Yeah, color me surprised. Doing some Metallica, doing some Police. We're going to make some YouTube videos. Fantastic. A little Zeppy Leppy. Good thing I don't give you guys the passwords. So what else is going on? Well, there's a little drama. Some more Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner drama. Go, 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 go on. She posted a Instagram story and promptly deleted said Instagram story of her wrist with a Taylor Swift friendship bracelet. Friendship bracelet said fearless. Do you know why that could be a dig at her soon-to-be ex-husband? Um, did she write that album about... Sure did. Mm-hmm. We refer to him as Mr. Perfectly Fine. It's perfectly fine. So, if you're a Swifty, you can pick up on that immediately. If you're not, it'd have to be a lot of digging. Because let's say you're just a Sophie Turner fan, or you're just someone who has Instagram. You wouldn't see that. The whole album is about Jonas. I thought just some, some of the songs. Some of the songs, but it's an album, a breakup album. So she, she roasts him a little bit. So why take it down? I think, you know, they're in the middle of their custody thing, which I think has been solved. But um, you don't really want to upset the apple cart. Like, at that point, just like, she made her point. We're all buzzing about it. Buzzing. Yeah. It might have been just supposed to go to, like, you know, on Instagram, you can have, like, close friends that can see it. Mine, she probably just hit the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But boy, did the Swifties love it. Boy, did we love it. I'm sure. You all thrive in chaos. Ordered chaos. You guys like, uh, you guys love a good breakup. We do. And like, because the, there's the all the possibilities of what happens afterwards. Oh, do you need to be built up? Oh my God, are you doing better? Oh my God, what are you doing now? That was a hard, it's, you love the, I, the endless abundance. We love dropping dead weight. Dropping dead weight? Yeah, Joe Jonas, dead weight. Joe Alwyn. Dead weight. How am I still on this podcast? Well, you know, you do carry the load a little bit. <laughs> it, okay, so nobody wants to just hear me talk. That's not. How long do you think Swift Mania is going to last? Who knows? I mean, Beetle Mania only lasted a couple years. I don't know if this is sustainable. This, like, I mean, I was at brunch with my friend Matt, who is not a Swifty, but is a big football guy and actually worked for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, he's. I'm worried. He greets me with Taylor Swift conversation. And that was most of our brunch, which is in our decade friendship. Never been a thing. And then he goes, I really need to learn more about Taylor Swift. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I should really start to like some research. You're like, I don't know where to start. And I was like, you don't know where to start learning about Taylor Swift. Maybe like a song by song breakdown. I was like, oh, that'd be great. I'm like, Have you heard about my podcast? And he caught himself. I think finally he was like, oh, I guess I could maybe listen. I'm like, nice to know 111 episodes. You haven't listened to one. It's a real friendship. So Matt, this is the episode you chose to turn into. There you go. Listen to the first episode you ever hear and you're getting called out 10 minutes into it. Yeah. yeah. I'm nothing if not friendly. Mm, mm. <laughs> Um, but Taylor was not at Travis's game this week, but he did wear what we think is a Swifty coated outfit. A Swifty coated. Mm-hmm. How- we love to leave Easter eggs. And 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 what was the the code or the outfit or the? So his velvet pants, crushed velvet pants, 
Yeah, their look looked suspiciously like the drapes behind Taylor and her Midnight's Mayhem with me. Okay, come on. This is No, it does. On, it does. On. It does. It's wild. Oh, it's a weird color of like gold. Yeah. So we had a field day with that. I don't think he wanted her there because he didn't want her to meet the new man on the Minnesota Vikings. Easy, Lizzo. <laughs> aye, 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 um, but, you know, they're back in Kansas City next week, so we'll see what happens. Mama Kelsey was out there being like, I, did, I really thought this would have died down by now. This is crazy. Um, Jason, his brother's wife, Kylie, posted a picture with their daughter asking questions about football. And she's like, maybe a Swifty learning about football or maybe a child avoiding a nap. It was adorable. It's like the Swifty, the Kelsey's are all in on it. I think it's really cute. He talked about how they're navigating the paparazzi in life together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I thought I was on high after the Super Bowl, but I, this is new. This is this is better. So it's really cute. Big, big, whatever they call him. Tra- uh, Tavis fans. Tavis. <laughs> okay. Hey, I mean, not the first time we've amalgamized. Yeah, uh, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tavis. You know, we're working through it. But now the Swifties are really upset because Travis got her uh, ankle sprain, came back. And I saw this guy on Barstool, um, Mac, Joe Mac. It's escaping me. I should have written this down. But uh, he was like, Swifties, we need your help. Like, Players Association, the... Fans, like, we all hate the artificial turf. More people get hurt on it. It's harder to play on. Mm-hmm. Can you help us? You you took down Ticketmaster. You break websites. Like, can you help us not have this artificial turf thing? You know how to organize. And Swifties are like, yeah. Okay, sure. Let's get rid of this. We can't break Travis. Okay, so I'm glad that you said this because you know me and my uh, two-wrinkle brain. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of things until I get a aha moment. Yes. Olivia Wilde is getting put on oh. blast right now because yeah. she has been blasting somebody else's Twitter, which said if only Taylor Swift fans could get passionate about. No, cl- no, she t- she tweeted, and this was such a bitchy tweet. Oh, if only Taylor would date a climate scientist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Olivia. Me, you could date a climate scientist. So, you, you, that what you just said, sure, yep. Like that's that's it's a petty thing. Yeah, coming from Harry Styles' most recent ex girlfriend, <sighs> right before the whole album look, Taylor wrote about Harry Styles comes look, out. You know, it's not the same as it was, but listen. <laughs> but there's some daylight though, in there. What there? A lot of shade. There, there's a lot of shade. However, Come on, Olivia. However, let's be honest. Stupid tweet. If she was, that would be. If that, if with the, what is happening right now with Swifties, sure, sure. no, I get it, but like, come on, I know that it's, it's like, no, saying, I understand what you're saying, but like, I'm not like, come on, I'm going to save the world. How? By blowing up a nuclear warhead. Yeah. I, it's it, no, it's like Olivia. Come, there's so many different ways you could have said like, of all people, you're going to jump into the misogynistic. Well, if Taylor dated a climate scientist, like, come on, get it together, Olivia. As somebody who had her personal life like dragged through the tabloids for a year with her divorce, her 
Harry Styles thing. Like, you think she'd be a little bit more sensitive to comments like that? Sure. She knows better. I think it's interesting, just from my perspective hearing that, like, you went right to misogyny. Yeah. Which is something absolutely blind spotted to because I'm just like, yeah, it's petty or it's this and it's that. Yeah. Misogynistic. Yeah, it's bitchy and misogynistic. Like... (laughs) Taylor, you should really use your dating to fix the world. Not like maybe like shine it on your own. Like God forbid you do something on your own. But like this man, like get a man to help you do this. Come on. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. Different different As, vocal lens, but not like she's trying to be a serious director and like all anybody talked about was her relationship with her leading man. Like she should be a little more sensitive to what that's like. I mean, I don't want to digress too much, but like this isn't like the Olivia Wilde hour because it's <laughs> that whole burst. movie and everything that followed through. Like it was the nightmares that were happening on that thing. Yeah, she's. Whatever. And I'm still not over Harry Styles spinning on Chris Pine. <laughs> I know you're not. It's my favorite type of tree. I uh, well, it is what it is. Um, but the Swifties are now like even Barstool sports guys are like, actually, like this could be beneficial to the NFL. Like no. That'd be huge. So the amount, of, like artificial turf and everything, for the past twenty five well, years, and we're not years, con- we're, like the Swifties are so like proper. They're calling it synthetic, which is what it's actually known as instead of astroturf. So Swifties are very particular about the synthetic turf that broke Travis Kelsey, and they're like, oh, unacceptable. Where's the real grass? Like we don't know much about football, but here, th- this is not okay. And all of the men are like. No, it's not. It's ruined fantasy seasons. It's ruined careers. Like, we get it. And we're like, well, why haven't you done anything about this? You're just going to sit around and, like, hope it fixes itself? Come on, guys. Get your gel pens out. This might be a quill pen for you. It's the it's the sunken cost fallacy. Yeah. Well, there's this great tweet. I almost sent it to you guys. But it's a Swifty, and she's like, why did Kansas City have a costume change for the game this week? Because they were in their white uniforms. Right. <laughs> a costume change. A costume change. <laughs> and another Swifty's like, oh, they get three so they can pick, like they can wear a couple different ones throughout the season to keep it fun and interesting. And the Swifty's learning football as a football fan and a Swifty. And as a football fan before a Swifty, I'm loving this. It's so fun. Because they bring out, they make good points. They're like, it's like, huh. it's it's the equivalent of aliens discovering Earth. <laughs> Oh, that's how you do it? What does that mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So we're we're Chiefs fans. And I was like, why don't you just be a football fan? Just, why don't just- they just kick all the time? Look how much farther that went. <laughs> I just I thought the costume change was absolutely <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> and there was like a whole thread about like like Actual football fans are like, oh, you should see what they do in college. They have all these options. The NFL reigns them in. You're lucky you missed the, one of them was like, the, what you guys call it an era. So we had like a color rush era. And now they're like, the male like football fans are starting to get into like, oh, well, during this era of football. And we're like. Yeah, man. You the get codex. It. The codex. Once you find that one root word that <laughs> you're translates, learning. you're able to, yeah. Yeah. Swifties are learning to speak football and football fans are learning to speak Swifty. And, what, and here we are. And what are we learning to speak now? <laughs> is that the album? We're going back to debut. Okay. Which is a mixed bag for you two. It's a real mixed bag. A real bag of so treats. Today we are doing A Place in This World from Taylor Swift's album, Taylor Swift. 
affectionately known as a debut. So we're going to hit pause. You hit pause and we'll be right back. Well, Sam, are you just a girl? Alright, so I was trying to going into this, because uh, we said this is usually a grab bag for us and it's the spooky season. It's usually a no for me on this. I mean not for me, but for you. I was thinking of, I was gonna try to correlate this into like a, usually like, you know, is it a bop or a flop? Being like, what am I reaching into uh, what what is I'm trick-or-treating. What piece of candy am I getting from this Taylor Swift album? Okay. Am I getting an apple? Is it a box of raisins? Is it a little prayer pamphlet? Is it a Snickers bar? What is this? What am I getting? And in the first minute, I started thinking, this is like a Mounds bar. It's not my cup of tea. I know people enjoy it. Why they choose Mounds over Almond Joy is beyond me as well. But it's a Mounds bar. Uh I don't think I'm going to eat all of it. I might take a bite. And then I started to think about No Doubt. Okay. I I'm just a girl. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So I was thinking about this, and this is what was happening the last 40 seconds, really. Because I get the lyrics in front of me. This is the first time I'm listening to this. This is the first time I'm reading this. And it was interesting because I started to look back over the the lyrics in the beginning and think about, you know, it's, it's such a youthful interpretation and youthful energy. It is that adolescence into teenagehood thinking about being an adult because you're feeling all these different things at once. You're so focused on you and the like the immediate what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. You can't always correlate what's mm-hmm. going on around yeah. you. And with this perspective of being like young woman, mm-hmm. I'm a girl on my own. You know, if you look at no doubts, I'm just a girl. A lot of it is you're on the pedestal. Everyone's viewing you. You're not allowed to do anything. You can't really go out and do these things. I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. My world has put me here. Yeah. And then we look at this song. Well, no, I'm just someone exploring. You know, I have the rainy days and then there's the sunny days and I'm I'm walking down this road. I don't know. Tomorrow's a mystery. Don't really know. Don't ask me what I want. I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. It's It's like that shift of like 10 years in life in America that in some ways when you're a teen in the Mm nineties, you could pretty much do whatever you wanted, but in society wise, it was very much more constricting. And then in the teenager in the two thousands. And this song was written in 2003 when she was 13 years old. The song is 20 years old. Yeah. Wild. But it's that. uh, And also it's like, you know, wild West coast, California, Yes, gun, big, big yeah. cities versus, you know, grew up in the Atlantic coast. Yeah, she's still living in Pennsylvania when she wrote this song. And it's kind of that whole like, yeah, you know, just because of where I am, you know, I I could see this person walking around listening to this on a cassette player and thinking like, but like, what if, you know, it's like that hopeful. Yeah. This song to me is the Disney Channel ingenue like. It screams JoJo. It it screams like Hannah Montana. To yeah. me. I'm fe- I'm getting like she's like walking off the movie. Like I'm just a girl trying to find my place in this world. Which was, and here I go. Which was the super marketable thing in that 2000s era. Mm-hmm. Which was because that's when they first realized that if you marketed directly to teenage tweens, teenage girls, mm-hmm. they will spend the money. 
the Olsen twins really like mm-hmm. set that in motion. Think think about it this way. <laughs> think about the early 2000s and the movies and the, especially like the TV movies that were being targeted. And look at if you look at the 90s and the movies and the TV yeah. movies that were being targeted. What kind of band played at every high school dance and event in those 90s? Oh, it's no doubt. Letter to band. Cleo. It's yeah. The, we got Trump. We, wah, wah, wah. we got that big, brassy, oh, yeah. angsty energy and just like you're chaotic and you're. Oh, yeah. Like Clueless, uh, the band scene in 10 Things yeah. I Hate About yeah. You. Mighty Boss Tones. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking 10 Things I Hate About You. It's With, exactly uh, it's like what like Letters I'm to Cleo vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Even the Babysitter's Club soundtrack, which I'm aging myself, was very like Letters to Cleo and yeah. no doubt. Like. And. and but this is, again, this is an Olsen Twin movie song. Yes. They're taking their passport to Paris. Mm-hmm. They're having their adventure in the sun. It's a, in a New York minute. Yeah. Blah, blah. yeah. It takes two. <laughs> God damn. Th- that's exactly what this is. Yeah. This is. I was an Olsen Twin girl. I watched those movies. I'm sure. In. Not in. I had, Sold. Yeah. I had friends, little sisters that would put that on. She's like, oh, what's going on? One waiting for your brother. Olsen, like it's something I'd look at and it's like, grew up with full house. I can relate to this. Not interested, but it's like, it's on TV in front of me. Sure. Uh, yeah. No, the Olsen twins of like, it's really the start of this like whole culture. It's really like, I think the Olsen twins made movies. So Taylor Swift could be a Taylor Swift <laughs> if you want it. So uh, Taylor Swift could get hit by a car in Amsterdam. Oh, what? I don't, the, I don't think that's what, one of the Was the movie that came out a uh, year ago with her in it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> that, was a, that was a vibe. Um, but like the song, it's so funny because you know she loves this song. She wanted to name her album A Place in This World. Mm-hmm. But they decided on um, Taylor Swift. Which, on a side note, slight detour. I think it's hilarious that we're going to have Taylor Swift, Taylor's version this is gonna be Taylor, Taylor Swift, Taylor's t- Taylor, Taylor's Taylor Swift, Swift's version. Like you're gonna put it right in the middle. You're gonna put everything outside no, it's of it. Taylor Swift, Taylor's version. Hmm. Taylor's Taylor Swift version. Also, only song in her or only not song, only record album in her whole discography. Repertoire. That's not a one word name. Hmm. Yeah. They're all one. Yeah, Midnight's, Evermore, Folklore, Lover, Reputation, 1989, Red. Oh, Speak Now is still. Yeah. Speak Now originally was supposed to be called Enchanted, though. Yeah, I just proved my own theory. It's all good. That's all right, I'm tired. It's all good, baby. You, I had to judge last night. I'm very sleepy. I drag Kate out once a month to judge at Bartenders After Dark. She stays up way past her time. I do. Becomes a pumpkin. I do. But she gets to drink and judge and rule a kingdom of restauranteurs trying to get together for a good cause. Yeah. I was a mean judge last night too. I was cranky. Gave a lot of fives. Gave a zero. Mm. Mm. So glad I stayed home. (laughs) Papa, it's all good. We raised a lot of money for a good cause, so we're into it. But so I was listening to the song this week, kind of preparing for this. And I then like had transferred into another Taylor Swift playlist. So I went to this and then I hit play on something else. And Midnight's You're On Your Own Kid came on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. She writes, she sings, you're on your own kid. You always have been. And then in this one, she sings, I'm alone on my own. And that's all I know. And I was like, what a full circle moment to see this like theme from her very first album that she wrote, the song she wrote when she was 13. Mm-hmm. 
here we are when she's 31 singing, you know, you're on your own. You always have been. And I'm just alone on my own. And I was like, if, if you're looking at my mind, if you're looking at this through her music only, and a lot of it music is based upon like the people she pulls in, Mm -hmm. the people that Mm -hmm. leave or toss her aside or that are no longer with her. And you look at all those independent little like, you know, this is me going through the breakup. This is me finding my independence again, get my groove back. Oh, I find somebody else. Oh, it would have been fun if you're all those different things. And you look at that lyric to this. Yeah, it makes so much sense because people come and go. Well, so I my take on it was she's been re-recording all of these albums that she wrote all these years ago. All these songs that she hasn't really sung, hasn't really re, you know, who knows when the last time she dove into these albums was. And then in the middle of this, she's also putting out Midnight's. And so how much of her re-recording process has been influenced by Midnight, influenced Midnight's? And um, part of me was like, is she singing to this girl in Midnight's? I mean. Like, is this older Taylor looking at younger Taylor being like, you're okay. We're good. We found our place. It took a while. It was hard, but we got here. It was just a little like light bulb moment. I felt like the universe or, you know, Taylor sent me a little message. Well, it's kind of, um, it's kind of like, what's the difference between coaching and being condescending or, uh, like insulting. It's good. Like, Hey kid, you're on your own. You always have been. It's kind of like, Hey dude, you're out of shape. You need to start getting up and practicing versus man. You just really let yourself go. Like, is it coaching? Which is, it can be. It's constructive, but it's also just like blunt yeah. and honest. Or it's just like I'm just gonna insult you right now. I mean, ugh. I'm sorry. It's it's that nice, not kind. Oh, I feel so bad for you. Not how do I help you up? It's like, dude, you got to get up right now. Looking back at her life and saying that, sure. Yeah, it's just it was so interesting to like go back to that and to see it, and then I play them again side to side. I was like, oh, oh, that's a moment. Okay. I can dig that more than I can dig the theory of coded era pants worn by a football player. I'm going to show you a picture. I don't I'm show you a picture. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying this, this has legs for me. You are downgrading this song's experience for me simply by showing me a pair of pants and a curtain that appeared in a music video for five halves of a second. Well, this wasn't in a music video. This was how she dropped all the track titles for Midnight's. It was Midnight's Mayhem with me, and they were like three to five minutes. So was she singing to the Midnight's album when she was singing Style, and she starts it with Midnight's? Was she singing to the album? Who knows? She's a mastermind. A mastermind. Welcome to the mastermind moment. Okay. These are the pants. For those of you at home, Kate is showing us a picture of some pants. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey wearing the velvet pants. And this is the curtain. Mm, technicality. They're, no, they're the down. same. It's the Ooh, same thing. Over. Flag on the field. Nope. No, not at all. Not. The same, same velvet. No. Same velvet. No. 100%. No. Well, you know, sometimes you're wrong. So is this, <laughs> did she gone with the wind him is what you're saying? Did she, she gone with the wind him? Yes. She turned the curtains into his pants? Yeah. No. She does sew. 15 yards. She penalty. does make clothing. She sews. Reduce, you reuse, TikTok Easter and I, egg. TikTok, 
TikTok and I are all over this. We're, we're in. I love it. He's all he's in on the joke. He makes Swifty references. He's we love him. That's why we want to save him from getting hurt on synthetic turf. I'm gonna give you an image now oh, where I said this is me picking out candy from the bag. Okay. This is no longer the Mounds Bar Almond Joy type of thing. Okay. This is it's specific. This is a Charleston chew. <laughs> Strawberry Charleston chew. No. It's hard for me to get into. Don't yuck my yum. I'm not yucking your yum. You're yucking my yum. It's not bad. It's just no longer for me, but it's like, oh, it's there. I throw it in the freezer and then crack it off later. This is this is strawberry Charleston chew, baby. Well, you think what you want to think. Me and my Swifty Posse will think what we want to think. It's fine. It's you're, you're wrong occasionally. There are people that love Charleston chews. There still. are people who love Charleston chews, and those pants match those curtains. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> she gone with the wind at them. <laughs> so this song mm-hmm. was on her demo album. So this is like a, and she sang it at the Eras tour. It's a oh, surprise song. No, I can I can tell right now that this is one of those songs where she's like, I'm proud of this song. This is what I want to do. Getting to, you know, uh, I've had these lyric journals for years and I've been learning how to play guitar in the attic and build popsicle birdhouses and all these things. I can see this as like, she's like, yeah, I got big, I have big plans for this song. This is her, it is her debut song. Like yeah. this would be her spearhead. But this was not radio play. Nope. The, they went with Tim McGraw, mm-hmm. which like, solid choice. Yeah. I, I this, if if this came out first, on all those made for TV movies. It's going to yeah, be Yeah, it would have been a those. different it would have put yeah. her in a very different box. Oh, totally. It would have been um it would have been much more of like commercial success in the means of being just like uh, yeah, it would have been one hit wondery. Yeah, it would have been very like <laughs> you're listening to the Disney Channel radio station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Yeah. It would have just set a different tone. They they made the right choice. I like the song. I think it's adorable. I'm excited to hear her re-record it. Mm-hmm. I love that when she was in Houston and played it as a surprise song, she paired it with Today Was a Fairy Tale. Did she play this on the piano or on acoustic guitar? Guitar? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. I don't I, remember. There's cause, so Because for, so for me, many. it's like, how would that sound just on a piano? That would be. She played it on the guitar. Okay. I was right. Yeah. Because I First feel like time she's be... played it since 2018. Huh. But Today Was a Fairy Tale, she played for the first time since 2013. Hmm. Hmm. I thought that was an interesting connection there. Yeah. 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 Today was a fairy tale. It's very like, oh, it's the beginning of a new relationship and it's so happy. And it's such a little hopeful song. And this is such a hopeful song. She's like, I don't know where I'm going, but it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Today's a fairy tale. I don't know if this is going to work, but it's going to be a happy ending. Don't ask me what I want. I don't even know yet. I'm just walking down this road. Yeah. And this is when she was traveling. They were like going on little short trips to Nashville, but they hadn't moved there yet. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to be a singer or a songwriter in Nashville. And when you're little and you're like, I'm going to be a pop star, but I can't imagine like little girl Taylor ever imagined she would be Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. No, no. I mean, who could? We were talking about this before we started recording, but like, how long can this hype subs- last? Last. And every time I think like, okay, like it's calming down a little bit, like it's gonna scale back. Something else happens, and now there's a whole new subset of the population talking about it. It's it, 
consumer fatigue and like fandom fatigue. Sure. Let's be like, oh man, I did all these concerts and this and that. It's like, oh, new album drops. Eh, I don't, I don't know. For whatever reason, I don't really want to go. Like those things can definitely happen. Yeah. Or you get a list. He's like, wow, this has changed so much. It's a part. I don't really want to do. I don't know. But it's, she's gone. If you look at the multifacets of how we view her and consumer and mm-hmm. how you all yeah. adore her. Yeah. There, it's gone from just a, she's a artist and she's in the spotlight and now she's in the media and she's touring and now she's involved in film. And now there's, there's people made a podcast about her. So we're listening to this to see, yeah. get their insight and compare our notes. And then it's, Oh, the Easter eggs. And it's, you've gone from just a person to a person and an idea and a talking point and an entire, she is now a entire conversation and narrative. There's so much. She's a personality. Like, it's a cult of personality. Yeah. Like, I think if you asked somebody who knew me peripherally what the one thing they knew about me was, they would say I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. I think it's become her fan's personality trait. But you're not just a Taylor Swift fan. You're like, you are a Taylor Swift economist. <laughs> because you can break down the numbers on all that. this stuff. You're like, hey, Sam, look at how this impacted Boston when she came around. Yeah. Hey, look at how... Look at what's happening with the NFL the past three weeks, Sam. Look what she did for food bank networks all over where she played. It's it's the footprint is larger than just for me. I'm looking at just the the a corner of the sole of the shoe, and you can see all of it. Yeah. And you can tell me about how it's impacted the it's land my personality tree. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take it. I'm fine with it. There's a, a bartender in the area who calls me Taylor Swift. I'm 90% sure it's because Bradley could never remember my actual name, but he'll like turn around. He's like, Taylor Swift. And I was like, hey, how are you? I would take that. Yeah, I'm into it. Three Musketeers bar. It's fluffy. It's okay. rich. I'm not going to down 20 of those. No. But it's going to be like, mm, yeah, I'll take a fun size one. Yeah. Give me that. It's a shorter song. Pop one in. Yeah, this is great. You really can see the Taylor Swift coming out. Like you're like, okay, this is like this is where you would plant your flag. Yeah, this is me rocking out. I'm a girl on my own. Yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> you, you can't do that yet. You don't know how to do that yet. So like, this is you doing it. Yeah, uh, with a hair flip. Oh yeah. Oh, so many hair flips. Yeah. Let's change the tempo real quick on this beat and go. It's yeah. This is us being edgy and cutting edge and we're new and vi- Look yeah at me tune in next week on the disney channel for yeah it's yeah, yeah. swifty's a swiverly place yeah yes yeah. i think that was nickelodeon but you know little, little, little brow what do i know dad wah, 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 wah. Oh, guys right under tell us why sam was wrong about what about sh- lizzie mcguire taylor mcguire taylor mcguire oh man <laughs> don't you love hillary dad? taylor explains it all nickelodeon mm-hmm. so um, I'll do all <laughs> transparency on the podcast. I have had a crazy day and did not bring the podcast back. So, so. there's no uh, Jillian Petruziello in, in memoriam dice today. No. So Sam's just gonna. I'm gonna roll with my uh, digital D20. I have not... Oh, you have a digital? That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I got a uh, D4, D6, D8, D10, D12, D20, and D100. Okay. So we're going to roll on my little, I'm going to touch my screen and see what number comes up. We're going to decide which album and then we're going to decide which song off of it. Let's do it. Rolling. Rolling. Ooh. Six. 
Reputation. Big reputation. Big reputation. Big reputation. How many track lists we have on this reputation? Several. And it's going to be the last album she re-records? We don't know. She's got two left. Maybe she After won't. Maybe the she won't. She's like, nope, this is going to stay here. No, because Jack Ann's not sorry talking about it. How many songs? 15. 15. All right. Giving it a roll. 14. I'm so excited. It's Call It What You Want To. Wait, is that going to be carte blanche? Call It What You Want. No. Call It What You, call call it what what you, you want. want. Okay. It's a Swift Antonoff song. I'm pumped. I love this song. You'll probably hate it because I love it so much, but that's okay. Hey, dude. I didn't hate today. I, you know, I'm so proud. It wasn't a fairy okay, tale, which is a, probably why I liked it a lot more. On a scale of Shake It Off to September. Oh, what, you! those are the depths and the heights right there. <laughs> Woo! Ah, man. It's better than the middle. Okay. It's better than the middle. You know what? I will take that. It's this, close to the middle. This might be the highest rated debut song for you. This is this is going to be the median moment. Okay. This I think this is a good, like, I'm not, Touch point. not hating it. I'm not super enthused about it. But it was, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I survived. I'm Enjoy. alive. Okay. I'm a girl on my own. Because yeah. it's usually what happens when I'm disinterested is I play whatever else in the background. This made me think of No Doubt, which got me into it again. I, I'll take it. I, I will take my win. I think uh, every week you should just think of another song that turns you on. And then. Yeah. And then everything's going to be great. Yeah. We'll all be happy. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll do that every single time now. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, right. I'm going to listen to a different song. You just no. had an aha moment. <laughs> no, you will not on me. me. <laughs> anyway, so ah. thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, like, follow, subscribe, rate, review, tell 10 of your favorite Swifties. Yeah. Send us in a little Instagram message. We're trying to get better about what, what content we post. Let Thanks for sending the Spotify messages. I love getting those. Yeah. Send, all, send them all. Uh, let us know why Kate's fantastic also, and correct. I have to own up. I did screw up on a couple episodes ago when I said you don't like du duets with Justin Vernon because Coney Island was not Justin Vernon. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So I had to own it. Yeah, I got it wrong. Oh, about me? Apology. I know. Accepted. It turns out you liked it. And recorded. Anyway, so I'm Kate the Swifty. And I'm not so swift, Sam. And we'll be back next week with Call It What You Want from Reputation. And their take on the movie. We'll be back. What? What?